You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. This is episode number eight of volume six, and uh, we got a full show for you today. We're excited about um, the content that we have, and uh, we appreciate you for checking some time out your schedule and for kicking it with us. So, you know, make sure you tell someone about the podcast, retweet it, share it with uh, 10 or 12,000 of your friends and uh, <laughs> let's get this thing popping. Uh, a large part of what we do is on the social media front. And so we always want people to connect with us on our social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Hawks Beat. That is all one word, Hawks Beat. And for the Facebookers, we are on Facebook as well. Just type in the Hawks Beat on Facebook and then you'll see our Facebook page. So if you don't tweet or you don't Instagram, You'll be able to find out where we are and um, just click that page and you'll be abreast as to everything that we go that is going on with us. Last but not least, we want you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever platform you're on. Chances are we're there, too. (laughs) So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget our YouTube and the hub where everything you can catch uh, all of our um, all of our content. Uh, thehawksbeat.com that's thehawksbeat.com um, make sure you go by and click on our sponsors as well because they have some exciting products that they have going on so with that said let's go ahead and get into our first segment news and notes All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into a little bit of some news and notes before we get into the meat and potatoes of the store. I mean, of the podcast today. Um, First and foremost, man, the Hawks are losers of four straight. Uh, They lost against the Lakers on Sunday night, 
we were at that game uh 101 to 96 now if there was any type of um if there is any type of thing as a good loss i guess this is kind of one of those uh the hawks battled uh, against the best team in the league without a doubt man this lakers team is really good <laughs> really good at playing the game of basketball but uh they lose 101 to 96 um Cam Reddish misses a open three-pointer to that would have forced overtime we we talked to him after the game we'll play a little bit of that sound later and um yeah man so they they're they're trying to break the streak again and we're going to go over more of the schedule in depth in the next segment and when we do the first five and the next five uh their next game is on Tuesday um Tuesday they will be traveling to New York uh, they're back home on Thursday, and then Saturday, they're back up in Brooklyn. Now, I don't know why the schedule is like that. Like, why don't you just play the two New York teams while you're up there and then come home for Utah? I don't know who makes these schedules, but it is what it is. Um, just a little bit of uh, a little bit of where the Hawks are right now. Currently, this team is 6-21. and 21. Six and twenty-one, they are fifth in the Southeast Division, and let me see where that puts you, like overall in the standings. Of uh, let me see if I can pull up the standings real quick. Now I know the last time we talked about it, the Hawks were like in the midst of like a ten-game losing streak, and we looked at it and we're like, you know what? They're still not that far away from the playoffs, which is crazy. Like they're six and twenty-one, but that is a kind of a testament to what shape the East is in right now. Um, so let me pull up the Eastern Conference. Uh, let's see. Right now, they are next to lad. There's like a three-way tie for the worst team in the East. And uh, they're down there, bro. But still, I mean, they're still only like 11 and a half. They're like seven games out of that A spot. Seven games when you have over 50-something games left. So there is plenty of time for those of you who still think that the Hawks can catch that eight spot uh the eight spot right now is held by the orlando magic they are 12 and 14 so i don't know man this might be the year that a team under 500 gets into the playoffs like will that be possible i'm not sure but um i mean there's nothing really to talk about as far as you know what we've been seeing with the hawks if you follow the hawks if you've been watching the hawks you know exactly uh, what this team is, you know, Trey Young is going to score a lot of points. Uh, he's averaging right around 27.8 with eight assists per game. But the issue has been how much help does he have? How consistent has the help been? And um, just a, a, a myriad of storylines with this Hawks team this season. Uh, one of the issues that they've had is the issue of rebounding. They're 28th in the league when it comes to rebounding. Now, for those keeping track at home, I believe there's only 32 teams in the league. So um, when you're 28 out of 32, um, it's going to be hard to win ball games. Also, when you are allowing 117 points a game and you're only scoring 108 points a game, that does not make for winning basketball. So, um yeah, I mean, the Hawks are going to some growing pains. We talked about the roster at nauseum. We're not going to go into that, but that's the current state of where they are statistically and in the standings. From a roster standpoint, um, 
there's just some news um, in regards to Kevin Herter. He got hurt again last night in Denver. I mean, not in Denver. Um, he got hurt against the Lakers. It was the same injury that he had when he was uh, when he got hurt against the Nuggets. So it was kind of crazy because Coach Pierce, after the game, had kind of he didn't seem really too concerned with it. And I don't know if that's just kind of maybe coach speak. But when we talked to Kevin Herter after the game, he seemed a little bit more down and maybe not as optimistic. Um, I totally could be reading the tone in the two guys, their their tone differently. I could, I totally could be reading that wrong. But um, that's kind of what I got from it. So we're hoping it's not too bad because Kevin Herter is a, um, he's just an instrument. He is an instrumental player on this team i mean basically when trey young goes out he is pretty much the only guy that has been able to stabilize that second team from the point guard position uh with trey out so uh, hopefully he's not going to miss an extended amount of time i think that the hawks will put out something um i don't know within the near future i'm sure he probably got x-rayed today so as soon as they send out that email on his status as uh, soon as we know, we will let you guys know. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. Also, uh, the Hawks waived Ty Wallace. Um, so sorry for all you Ty Wallace fans. He got waived. Now the Hawks have two additional roster spots open. Uh, one, of course, with being with the John Collins suspension. But the Hawks have two roster spots open now. And they have, I believe they're one of the only teams with some cap space. So I think they have like $4 million in cap space. So... I don't know what the move is if they want to, um, I don't know, go out and get another point guard, if they want to get a big. I mean, I don't I don't know. I just know that they waived Ty Wallace and uh, that he's not going to be playing uh, for the Hawks anytime in the near future. So um, I think that's it for news and notes. Let's go ahead and get into this next segment, something that we call First Five and the Next Five. And that was Ken Reddish after he missed the final three in regulation that would have sent the game into overtime, but um, they end up losing to the Lakers 101 to 96. A valiant effort for the Hawks, man. A valiant effort for the Hawks. They just come up short. Uh, a situation like this can either make or break a player, and we're hoping that it makes them. You know what I'm saying? You just, you know that they're going to have growing pains, and, uh, you know, Cam has been kind of up and down all season long. And um, I, I, I think back to those times where uh, Kobe missed all those shots against Utah, and everybody has shots on their resume that they've missed and times they've come up short. This is the first, and it probably won't be the last, you know, but in order to achieve greatness, there has to be a little bit of struggle. So um, the good thing I liked about it is that Cam, uh, well, not Cam, uh, Trey and Coach Pierce were very supportive of the young man after he missed a shot. I saw a picture with um, 
Trey Young with his arm around him and, you know, everybody just, just encouraging him. And even he talked about in that interview, just the positive energy that has surrounded him. And um, so, yeah, so hopefully he gets that shot again next time and we'll see if he makes it. So this segment is called the first five and the last five, which we look at the games uh, that the Hawks have played. We try to predict the ones that we think they're going to win. We'll go back and look at the games from last time. So let me see if we can pull up last the recording from last podcast and see our thoughts on what we thought the next five games were going to be for the Hawks in terms of wins and losses. So to recap, I think that they win the next two. I think they beat Brooklyn at home. I think they go on the road and beat Charlotte. And then I think they lose the next three against Miami, Chicago, and Indiana. And so. All right. So just to recap, um, I am 12 and 8 on the season. So I've picked 20 of the games thus far uh, before these, these, these five games. I'm 12 and 8 on the season, which is above 500. I got to say I'm doing pretty well. So the five games that I picked were Brooklyn, at Charlotte, at Miami, at Chicago, at, I mean, versus Indiana. I said they would go two and three, and they went one and four, uh, the game that I got right. I got the Charlotte game right, and I got Miami, Chicago, and Indiana right. So that is a four and one week for me. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead and give me the applause, <laughs> the applause uh, sounder. Clap, 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 clap. And, uh, yeah, man, I didn't get a chance to, uh, do the Laker game, of course, because I didn't record a podcast in time before Sunday. So, um, yeah, man. So that's four and one for the week. So that puts me up to 16 and nine on the season. So what we're going to do is take a look at the next five games and let's see what do I think is in store. So, uh, Hawks have got a game on Tuesday in New York. They fly back and play Utah at home on Thursday, Saturday, Monday, and Friday. They're at Brooklyn, Cleveland, and back home against Milwaukee. How many times are they going to play Milwaukee? Goodness gracious. It seems like they play Milwaukee every two weeks. Well, you already know how I'm going to pick that game, but <laughs> we're going to start in New York. Uh, New York is one of the teams the Hawks can beat. Uh, there's not many teams that when you look at the roster and you see teams that are equal, equally as bad, <laughs> New York is in, they have some issues. Now, even though the game is in New York, uh, they just fired their coach. I mean, this is, this is a winnable game for the Hawks. This is a winnable game for the Hawks. Um, hopefully Kevin Herter will be okay to play. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm going to go ahead and give him, give him the New York game. <sighs> Back home on Thursday versus Utah. I don't think they'll beat Utah. Uh, then they go up to Brooklyn, Cleveland, Milwaukee. Out of these five, I say you win New York and Cleveland. Those are the two I'm going to pick. Two and three again. Um, so, yeah. So, to recap, I think you win in New York. I think you lose to Utah. I think you lose. I think you lose to Brooklyn. I think you beat Cleveland. And I think that you lose to Milwaukee because Milwaukee is one of the better teams in the league and coach Bud he just loves to fire on y'all man <laughs> he just loves to play the Hawks <laughs> so that's it for the first five and the last five we'll review this next week in our next podcast
All right, folks, this is the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number seven. It's your host, E-Dub. Uh, final segment, man, just wanted to, um, we're 25 games in, which is about a, a um, I don't want to say a quarter because it's more than a quarter because 25 is more than a quarter of 82, but that's where we are in the schedule. <laughs> uh, good buddy of mine, uh, Chris Krishner, the, uh, the beat writer for the Hawks who covers for the Athletic, went by and graded uh, the Atlanta Hawks player by player. And uh, it's a great article. And if you haven't subscribed to The Athletic, man, that is money well spent. If you if you know and you really crave like good content, you know, what I'm saying like good content that is equally as good as ours. <laughs> they they have the means to, uh, you know, uh, put out good quality content. So I basically wanted to go over Chris's grades for the Hawks players. And give my spiel on it. Uh, first and foremost, I believe Chris Kirshner does a great job with the Hawks. I believe he's pretty plugged in. I believe that uh, even though he's a young guy, I believe he has a good pulse on this team. And uh, after I read the article, I tweeted him and said, you know what? I, I think that you did an excellent job on this article. And uh, we didn't really differ too much on the grades, man. We didn't really differ too much on the grades. And uh, let's get into it a little bit, guys. So. Uh, first things first, uh, he graded Trey Young first of all, of course, um, Trey Young, he gave Trey Young with, he gave Trey Young a B plus. Um, one of the things that he said at the end of the, um, assessment, he said, because of the defensive inefficiency, I can't grade him an A, even with his offensive numbers being what they are, because he's giving back those points on the other end. Totally agree with him. B plus for Trey Young. Um, there's still some uh, maturation that still has to go on with Trey, but I think he's having a phenomenal. I think he's having an all star year. So don't think that the B plus is bad. You know, he he's still not a good defender. He probably will never be a good defender. However, he is better than he was last year. I mean, for for whatever that means, <laughs> he's averaging about twenty eight and almost nine assists a game. So. Uh, the numbers are there, but I would like to see him maybe be more efficient. And I think that maybe comes when John Collins comes back a little bit uh, with a Kevin uh, with a healthy Kevin Herter. I think all of those things will contribute to him being a more efficient player. But uh, I agree with him being a spot on uh, with the B plus. Second grade he gave out was Kevin Herter. He gave Kevin Herter a B. Um, he said uh, one of the quotes in here. He said. Um, the biggest thing we missed out of Kevin, him not being around, is his ability to create plays for other guys, Pierce said on Sunday. Uh, that's after the Hornets game. And that helps because you can move Trey off the basketball. Kevin Herter, a healthy Kevin Herter, does so many things for this basketball team. He is able to stabilize that second unit. He's able to provide shooting. And he's able to play make better than your other options at the backup point guard position which currently is done by committee, by platoon. Uh, he gave Herder a B. I'm inclined to give Herder maybe a B minus, maybe even a C plus, only because of the time missed. Um, when he's been when he's been there, he's been good. Like he's been he's been efficient. He's 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 been a quality player. 
However, he's just missed so many games because of injury. It's hard for me to like give him the B, like a solid B. So like you know a B minus, maybe a C plus, and that's only because of the health. And I know that it's not necessarily his fault. Nobody goes into the game saying, "Hey man, I want to be hurt." You know that's not his fault. But um, we kind of differ a little bit there. I'd probably go B minus, uh, C plus with Kevin Herter. Next up, Jabari Parker. Uh, Jabari Parker. Um, he gave him a B minus. Um, some of the things that he said about Parker. Parker has done an admirable job filling in for Collins. A role Parker had no intention of having when he signed with the Hawks during the season, during the off season. <clears throat> um, Parker, B minus. I can see that. I mean, I can see a B minus because he's. If you told me at the beginning of the year that Parker would play the way he has, um, I'd probably take the under. <laughs> I'd probably take the under and be like, nah, man, he's not going to do that. And he has. He's been, a, he's been a pleasant surprise. He's been at times, you know, a, a quagmire on defense. But offensively, he's been he's been there. You know, he's stepped up and shown guys that he's healthy. And he's on pace to, to make a make. A, well, he's on pace to make a lot more in that 6.5 that he's due next season. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what the future holds for him. So B minus, I'm good with that. I'm good with the B minus. Next up, DeAndre Hunter, B minus. Uh, one of the things that he said about Hunter is uh, he added strength that is uh, going to be critical for Hunter to finish at the rim and rebound better. He's making 44% of the attempts at the rim, which is below the average of 57%. Uh, he's well below the average on offensive and defensive rebounding. So you want Hunter to be a better rebounder. You want him to finish better at the hoop. Um, other than that, as far as his shooting is concerned, he's been a solid shooter. He's been a solid scorer. He's shown the ability that uh, there may even be some playmaking ability there that we, no one really even had him in regards to scouting. Um, he was being, he's been able to put the ball on the floor. To me, Hunter has been the uh, the the just a model of consistency. Yes, he's had some games where he hasn't been necessarily, you know, up there as far as uh, scoring is concerned or whatever. But he's a rookie, man. Like, but you can't tell me, like, he he he's out there and he looks like a rookie. Like, he looks like a grizzled veteran. And uh, the B-minus with, 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 with uh, DeAndre Hunter, I'm good with the B-minus. I, I would even go as far to say maybe even a B-plus. But I'm good with the B. I'm good with a B for uh deandre i've been very impressed with him and uh his defense and his shooting alex lynn c plus um crazy because alex lynn started the season out as a starter and a lot of people had high hopes for alex and then he just struggled out the gate um struggled out the gate went to the bench and ever since he's been coming off the bench he's been a much better player so this is hard, kind of hard to grade because it's like you have two Alex Lins that you're grading. Alex Lynn, the starter, who hasn't been, who wasn't very good at all. And Alex Lynn, the bench player, who has been really good. Like, he's been probably one of your best bench players, you know, off the bench, you know. So, C+, I don't know if I'd give him a C+. I'd probably just give him a solid C. Um, he's been good coming off the bench, but when he was a starter, he was really bad, you know. I think that coming off the bench is just his natural habitat. I just think that's his natural habitat and who he is. And um, 
I'll give Alex Lynn a C. I mean, he's been average to me, you know. Uh, Damian Jones, he gave him a solid C. No plus, no minus. It's a solid C. Uh, defensive rebounding has been one of the biggest issues for this team. And when you look at defensive reboundings, of course, you're looking at the big man. Um, the lack of aggression there has been, is this who he is or is this just how he plays? You know, um, he's gotten better at finishing at the rim. Um, but overall, I mean, I, look, man, I mean, he, he's finishing at the rim. He's catching a lot of lobs. Uh, C, I mean, I'd probably give him a C minus. Um, not too much change there. I just think he's been average. He's been average. Uh, on most nights, he's going to be the inferior center. He's going to be the inferior big man. He's just, he's just not, that's just not where he is right now in his career. I'll just say that. Good kid though. Good kid. Great attitude. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing his maturation and seeing how he does. Cam Reddish, uh, up next, he gave Cam a C. How do I feel about that? Um, I'm good with that. I'm good with a C. Maybe a C minus. A little bit lower. Um, Cam has not been good offensively at all. Like, you look at maybe like one or two or three games where he's kind of like been in double figures and folks are like, oh, here he comes. And then he has like a couple more games where he's scoring like seven or eight points. Hasn't been good offensively at all. However, on the defensive side of the ball, he's been he's been good. Like he's like really hold his own. He like he's really been a good defender. So it's like you have the inability of the offensive side going for him, and then you have the side for the defense that has been really good on most nights. You know he's been um, active defensively. Um, He's long. He can get in passing lanes. Um, he's had a couple black shots. And, um, I mean, look, man, the talent is there. You know, it's just how hard does he want to work? And um, I'm good with a C on Cam, man. I'm good with a C on Cam. Thanks to his defense. If his defense wasn't there, you know, he'd definitely be a D. <laughs> uh, Evan Turner, C-. minus. Um, I wouldn't give Evan Turner C-. minus. I would give Evan Turner like a D. He hasn't been good to me. Like, he hasn't been good at all to me. And I don't see, like, let me scan and see what the bright spot was. Um, da da da, da da da. And when he says he play, he did that play, he's playing the team showing guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he gave him a C minus. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see the reasoning why. Like, I give him a D. Like, he hasn't been good to me. He hasn't been good with the second unit. He, he doesn't shoot well. He's not that much of a creator. He's just not good to me. Like, I mean, yeah, he got a D. Moving on. Alan Crabb, C minus. Um Yeah, I'm gonna give Crab a D too, man. I'm I mean, I'm gonna just go slightly lower than uh <laughs> this seems like I'm just like just crapping on all of his, his grades. But I mean, I'm okay with like the C minus, but if it was me, like, I mean He's made a couple shots, right? Like, he's made a couple shots, but defensively, what are you getting from Crab? you know? So you're really grading him on his shot making, you know? Um, as of late, he's been shooting the ball a little bit better. He had a nice game in Charlotte. But as a whole, man, you haven't really got much from him. So C-minus and D are kind of the same thing. So, I mean, I'm okay with the C-minus. Let me come back. Let me come back. He, I'm okay with the C-minus. Uh, DeAndre Bimry, C minus. Now here's the thing. DeAndre has kind of just been tailing off uh, since the beginning of the season. 
Um, I don't know, man. Ever since that black shot in Miami, it just seems like I don't know, man. Uh, I really, really, really like DeAndre Bimry. I like him more than most. And but I cannot let that get in in the way of me being fair in assessing how he's played. C minus. Um, he hasn't been good offensively. He hasn't been good offensively. He hasn't really been the cons the, the consistency hasn't been there for DeAndre, and that's a problem because. Uh, what is he giving you if he's out there and he's not consistent, right? So the turnovers have been an issue with DeAndre. The defense hasn't been what we've expected out of DeAndre, you know, who came in as we're expecting to be one of the better, best defenders on his team. And while he has probably been one of the best defenders on his team, he still hasn't been that good defensively. So if you're not really doing your job defensively, and your offensive skill set is just not really that good. C minus. I'm okay with the C minus. I'm okay with the C minus. Vince Carter. He gave Vince Carter a D. Uh, he said at this point in his career, Carter is essentially a three point specialist, but hasn't been consistently making threes. He's shooting less than twenty nine percent from three. Look, I love Vince. You love Vince. We love Vince. It's a D. <laughs> that's it. I mean that's that's what it is, man. At this point, he's just if he's not making threes, there's not much that you're getting from him. Bruno Fernando, give him a D. I'm a little bit higher on Bruno. Now here's the, here's the one grade that we differ on. I'm a little bit higher on on Bruno. I'll be encouraged. And talking to this student after class, I would be encouraged to give Bruno a C minus. The reason being is uh. Bruno doesn't know what's going on out there, man. He has no clue. But I like Bruno because he hustles, man. Like, if there, there, there's no substitute for hustle. No substitute for hustle. Um, he's a project, and which is totally fine. Uh, and even Chris said that in an article. He said Fernando is a project right now, and that's totally okay. Um, yeah, man, it's just going to take time for this guy to put it all together. But I admire the fact that he has a great attitude and admire the fact that he hustles. And in my grade book, that'll get you a C. That'll get you a C. Uh, Ty Wallace, um, he gave Ty a D. I don't know why he gave him a D because I, I, I could count the times that I've seen Ty Wallace on the court. So, I mean, I guess he just don't like to give Fs. <laughs> Chandler Parsons, he gave him an a, a NA. <laughs> in, uh, incomplete. Or, uh, you know, you can't really grade him, you know. Um, but is there anybody in life living a better life right now than Chandler Parsons making $25 million a year from just like kind of going to practice and traveling with the team, watching everything and 25 mil, man, only in America. God bless him. Uh, John Collins, he gave John Collins an incomplete because of the suspension. Um, I don't know how many games John has played this season, but it hasn't been many. And that is unfortunate. That is unfortunate because John Collins, um, uh, the Hawks plan for him to be a big part of what they do. So um, those are the grades, man. Tell me what you guys think about the uh, the grades for this Hawks team. Uh, how would you grade them? What would you grade uh, all the guys? And you can do it by position or whatever, but uh, reach out to us on our social media platforms. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and uh, let us know what you're thinking about um, the grades thus far in the season. You know, we can always agree to disagree, but... Um, 
I think that's about it, man. But thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number seven. Make sure you share and reshare this episode. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. And uh, when is our next podcast? We'll probably try to shoot out another one. Maybe this week we're going to have some different some time on our hands. So we may shoot out one this week toward the end of the week. But uh, until then, thank you for your support. We'll see you when we see you. Peace and love. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.